Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 205, Drink It Till You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your weekend going? How the hell was your week? Uh, how was your holiday? Uh, how'd you make out for the holidays, man? I hope you had a good one. Uh, hopefully you got everything you wanted. Hopefully the kids got everything they wanted first. You selfish prick. <laughs> uh, are you sitting around playing your new Xbox game and your your candy cane boxers? Um, I decided to give myself a little present this year. Uh, something I haven't done before. An impromptu road trip. You know, I got my kids taken care of, covered. Got my dog taken care of, covered. Uh, everything's good. Uh, I decided to drive three states away to Colorado in search of snow. You know, it's like kind of silly to say this, but like being in Texas, like December 15th and it's 85 degrees outside. I'm like, I'm wearing tank tops and flip flops. Like I want a winter wonderland, at least for a day or two. I would be okay with that. And I'll just drive away back to Texas. So I get here to Colorado and there's no snow. There's just not. It's it's almost the first of the year and there's no snow. I wasn't expecting a blizzard. I, Jesus, I didn't want that. But I was expecting something, you know, a little snow angel and I'll go back to my state. So um, my plan has recently changed. Here's what I'm thinking about doing now since I have a couple of days. Um, is driving over to Angel Fire, New Mexico. Like it's probably not snowing over there, but they manufacture the snow and they'll put it on the mountain. You can go snowboarding or just you know, go have a drink and walk out in the snow, whatever. It feels like, you know, it's been snowing for months and months and you're just getting to enjoy it. That's all I wanted, um, which I'm not saying I'm having a bad time at all. Like, dude, it was, it was amazing. Like I left uh, Christmas day and it took me about eight or nine hours uh, to get here. And, you know, it, it gets dark at like five or six o'clock. So, you know, I'm just driving and the drive is becoming just underwhelming. You know what I mean? Like, I can't see shit. I don't know what's surrounding me. I can just see the road and cars on the other side and cars, you know, on my side and headlights and stuff. And, you know, I, I finally pull over to a place for the night. I, you know, go to sleep and then I wake up and dude, it's like, it's like one of those, uh, it's like a movie almost, you know, you walk out on the balcony and you just, I just had this tremendous view this morning. It's, it's almost like a great metaphor and I don't know really how to put it into words. So I'm going to try my best, but it's like, you, you don't know what you're missing, you know, like, like in the darkness, you don't know what you're missing until, you know, the sun comes the next day. Like I was like, you know, it's kind of like dumb and dumber. I was like, boy, that John Denver is full of shit. Like this place sucks. And then, you know, morning time comes, I wake up, I'm having my coffee and I'm like, oh my God, dude, this place is gorgeous. Um, no snow, unfortunately, but it is gorgeous. And, and the historical sites, what did I see on the way out here? Um, it was in Amarillo, Texas or Amarillo is, I think, I think it was named that. I, this is what I always heard. Correct me if I'm wrong. I always heard it was named Amarillo because of the, the color of the dirt and like the dirt has like a yellow tint to it. So that's why it got the name. And uh, uh, us in Texas, we say Amarillo. That's Amarillo. Are you going to Amarillo? Um, but I will say driving through Amarillo, uh, I didn't see any yellow dirt. I saw yellow grass and I saw red dirt, but I didn't see any yellow dirt. And this was, you know, the sun setting. So I could still see out in the distance. Um, but there was a... a a cool museum I'm stopping by and seeing 
Uh, hopefully it's open. I'll have to do more research. It's a Quanta Parker Museum. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember from a couple of months back, I was reading that book, uh, Empire of the, of the Summer Moon, I believe it, it was called. Uh, it was all about the Comanches uh, and uh, Quanta Parker. And basically, I think uh, Quanta's mom was kidnapped from, you know, settlers, white settlers by natives and, you know, she basically just grew up in the, in, in the society and the culture. And then she ended up having a kid who was Quana, and Quana became like one of the youngest, most amazing, uh, chiefs just in Comanche history. And like, he was just proficient at everything he did. He was, you know, he's smart with his strategy. You know, he could ride a horse, which Comanches, um, that's what they were known for. You know, they were, the, that's what made them so powerful they learned early on that, uh, you know, the, the horses, the transportation, that was currency. You know, when you would marry someone, they would give you, you know, obviously you'd marry the daughter and they'd give you a couple of horses. And that's like someone giving you, I don't know what that would equate to today. You know, five, eight thousand bucks, you know, hey, you just got married. Here you go. You know, here, here's a way to get to where you need, if you need to find food, you know, whatever. It was a very valuable thing. So what the Comanches did was learn how to ride the horses very, very well and uh, hunt from them, hunt from horseback, uh, which made them super powerful. Um, and they would also, dude, they wouldn't even fight you. I remember, I, I forget who they were. Uh, there were, uh, it was like the military was invading you know, trying to invade this Comanche land. And Comanches, they didn't really venture outside of their territory. And if you came on their territory, that's, that's when it was trouble. If they caught you on their, their land. Um, so, you know, you have like the, the military or whatever trying to eradicate uh, the natives. And, uh, dude, the, the Comanches wouldn't even fight them. They would lead them on a trail, like breadcrumb them. You know what I mean? Lead them on a trail... And then eventually, you know, wait till they weren't paying attention, maybe sleeping at night and they would take all their horses. You know, they'd sneak up, get on some horses, take all the horses, let them out, let them loose, do whatever they had to do. And they would basically beat armies, you know, well-trained armies with guns and, you know, strategies. And, you know, we have all these, you know, uh, like people, uh, what do you call it? Like, I don't know if they'd go to school for it, but. Um, I don't know. They were, they were just really profi- you know, they were really good at what they were doing until it came to this tribe named the Comanches and all the Comanches wouldn't even fight them. Just take the horses, be gone. They would be deserted. They would either die of starvation or thirst, or they got lucky enough to where someone, you know, had a horse and found them and can go send a message or, you know, get them help or whatever they needed. Otherwise you're fucked Dude, I couldn't imagine just being in this big space in Colorado. If someone, if let's just say I'm like, you know, out in the middle of, you know, nowhere, I'm just sightseeing and someone just happens to be out there hiding behind a fucking rock and my car is running and they take my car. Do you know how hopeless I would feel all by myself out in the middle of nowhere? I don't know how to survive out here. I'm not of here. Dude, that's a scary fucking feeling. But it's a brilliant strategy too. We're not going to lose any lives and we still defeat the enemy. You know, and then they would take their horses and use them. Yeah, you know, horses were currency, you know, in the Americas. So they would take it and it's like, well, fuck, we just stumbled upon 
I don't know, 50,000 bucks. Easy, done. And we got rid of the problem. See you later. Just brilliant. So with that said, um, that is a must. I have to stop by that museum. Uh, please be open. Please don't be just seasonal. I really, really want to see that, man. That that would make me so happy uh, to see that. So anyways, uh, have I even said what I'm drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking my typical white Russian vodka with my coffee and my non-dairy creamer. So if you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Mm. Oh, dude. Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, man. Beating that ass. Um, what did we score? 56. I think it was the fourth quarter and we had 56 points over Washington. And I don't feel bad for you, Washington, because I know if the roles were, were reversed, you would do the same thing to us, you know? Uh, and, and I was saying that earlier in the season too. Washington is one of those teams to where you'll, you'll look up in the fourth quarter with two minutes left. You're like, how did this game get away from us? Like, how are we here now? We were playing so well and they just snuck up on us and now we're about to lose. And you know what uh, that would suck worse is losing to a team with no future this season. And they would love to spoil it for us. Uh, so luckily the offense came to play today. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it. Um, but I have been scoreboard watching. But offense came to play. Defense is just doing their damn thing. Um, I'm like, hey, dude, save some of the points, save some of the strategies, unless they're just gimme touchdowns. Just let's save some of the game plan for someone who, who matters, you know, um, not Washington. (laughs) We don't want to use all, you know, it's like, if you got four trick plays, you don't want to use them on Washington. You want to use them in the playoffs. You know, you want to use one in the first round, or if you're about to go out, you use all four of them. You know, if, you, if you're down and you need a miracle. Yeah, shut up, Chris. What do you know? You've never coached in the NFL. That's true. That is very true. I would just think my intuition tells me. Let's take another drink. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers everybody. So no hockey going on right now. Uh, COVID's. Uh, ramping up again, I guess, and it just sucks. I, they don't know what they're going to do, if they're going back in the bubble, if they're, uh, man, I just, I just miss hockey already. Like, it's not supposed to be over, man. I know it's not over. I'm just saying, like, I'm supposed to have hockey to watch right now. And it's, it's irritating, man. It's just like the carrot dangling in front of my face, and it has been. And it's no one's fault. It's just because of COVID. It's changed everything, you know, and now it's starting to come back. What was the alert I got on my phone today? It, 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 your phone will start updating you on COVID outbreaks so you can know to avoid those areas. Dude, that's crazy, man, that it's still here, you know? Um, but, you know, I, I get it too because nobody wants to listen or, you know, people don't want to get vaccinated and some people do. And I, I don't know, man. It's just, um, I guess it's good that we're trying to, keep the technology up to speed, but it's like, I just want this to go away, you know, and not just for hockey's sake. I'm not that goddamn selfish, just for human sake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> good Lord. This guy really wants hockey back. He's wishing COVID away just so he can watch hockey. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I'm going to take another drink. I don't know why my throat's so dry. It's this weather change. Oh, dude. I've been going down a rabbit hole on YouTube too. I always do this, man. I always find one thing and I just can't stop watching. 
So, like, dude, I pampered the fuck out of my dog at home. I'll, I'll tell you guys, you're probably laughing at me. I'll tell you guys what he eats every single night of his life. He gets a, uh, he gets a vegetable, you know, let's say carrots or, um, pumpkin. He loves pumpkin. Oh, dude, he loves beets, which is, dude, when he smells the beets, when I open the can of beets, like I'll feed him outside sometimes, he just starts running and start, dude, he is crazy about beets. I'm like, I didn't think he would eat it, you know, like I, I guess it smells kind of like earthy and, you know, dirty or whatever, but, um, dude, he's all about it. It's like, it's one of my favorite parts about feeding him. If I have beets and I open the can and he smells it, dude, he just goes nuts. I've like, I'm, I've never knew a dog would go this crazy over, over a vegetable like this or is it? Yeah, it's a root vegetable, right? So anyways, I'll tell you. So he gets a, uh, he gets a vegetable you know, he gets a fruit first. He'll get a banana and he'll get a little bit of avocado first in his bowl. He eats that. And then I bring his bowl back in. Then he gets a vegetable, uh, which is carrots or, you know, um, the beets or whatever, like I said, uh, just healthy vegetable, you know, anything that's healthy. He can have broccoli too. I think cauliflower is okay. Uh, anything healthy. I'm not doing mashed potatoes and shit like that, you know, uh, sometimes a little potatoes, but not too much. So he'll get the vegetable. He'll get, uh, a cup of brown rice, and that's usually made with the broth from the veggies. So you use the veggie broth to, you know, for in, in place of water for the rice. You heat that up. You pour that on top. You go dog food on top, and then he gets a couple little treats, and then he gets a fried egg, you know, uh, on top. Every night. That's his dinner every single night. <laughs> and, like, my daughter's looking at me like, bro, I get, gr- I get fucking peanut butter and jelly. That's what this, this dude gets? Come on, bro. You're supposed to be cooking for me. No, my daughter doesn't care. She's really not that picky, but uh, she does kind of look at me funny in the kitchen when she just sees me putting all this stuff in the dog's bowl. But uh, anyway, so that's what he gets every single night. Very, very pampered. He gets brushed almost every damn night of his life. Like I brush his teeth. Like I, I am stupid over this dog. I don't know why. Like, I think I just feel bad for his story and like where he came from. And I just never want him to feel sad again. You know what I mean? Like never feel alone again. And I told him that too, you know, verbally, I know he can't understand me, but when I, when I finally, we did adopt him, I, I, you know, I let him know he'll never go without again. And I've, I've held true, man. He's chewed through two fucking dog beds. And I was like, all right, well you get a blanket from now on or a towel because (laughs) I learned my life. You know, you can only pamper a dog so much. He's still a wild animal. You know, he's still going to do what he does. Uh, so anyway, that sends me down this, I start watching, I see, you know, the, the, the cell phones are always listening to you. So somehow on my YouTube pops up this dog eating just raw food, this pit bull, this beautiful pit bull. I think it's like a gray pit bull and it had like white on its nose and just a stocky, beautiful, gorgeous dog. And, uh, it, it's eating this dude. It, it's like, it's like bison and elk and fucking duck and all dude all this exotic game and i'm just like and and all the so it's like a i think it's like a asmr thing so it's supposed to like when you hear the dog eat and you're like listening to it in headphones or whatever it's supposed to give you like some sort of like tingle on your neck or like on your head or something so it's like an asmr thing but it's like so so it's just like a video and audio recording of this dog eating all these exotic meats and I've just been fucking fascinated, dude. I've been watching so many videos. I'm like, how much does something like that cost? Like, I pamper the fuck out of my dog, but I don't know if I'm going that far, dude. Like, I, 
if my daughter's going to have a hamburger, she's getting ground beef. You know what I mean? Now, she might get turkey just because it's leaner and it's better, whatever. You know, but I ain't getting her elk. <laughs> you know what I mean? So how could I get, how could I justify paying? Oh my God, that's so much money. So I started looking it up. I watched so many videos of these dogs eating this, this raw food, you know, and they still eat fruits and vegetables too, but that's not the main course. The main course is all the meat. I'm like, I can't believe first off that they can even digest that. Like that's amazing. I mean, I guess that's what they're made for. And I mean, if the picture of the dog, if the video of the dog is a testament to what that kind of diet can do for a dog, then I think it's, I think it's okay. Um, there, there are veterinarians out there saying, uh, that it's not a complete diet. So you do need to watch out for that, dude. I I'm telling you, dude, I dug deep on this shit. Like I started thinking about, can I feed Samson like this? Could I really afford to do this? You know, even if it wasn't quite as exotic, I think it was eating it had a fucking, um, a piece of like a chunk of ostrich it was eating too. I was like, get, get the fuck out of here, dude. I've never even tried that myself as a human being. This dog's just chowing down on it. Oh, it still had the bone in it. So, oh, he was in heaven. Oh, he was in heaven. So I started looking up how much this would cost. And it's like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like I'm thinking about how much I spend on Samson to eat. Even everything that I feed him is super cheap, you know, um, even with the dog food, the bag of dog foods, what, 50 bucks? That lasts for at least a month, at least. Dude, these people are spending 300 to $600 feeding their dog this raw, raw-ass diet, which is admirable, like, cool, dude. Uh, if you want to do that and you can do that, like, the dog looks beautiful, but, man, that's just so damn expensive. Like, I wonder what the owners eat, you know, it's like they eat ramen noodles, but the dog is like, I, I've never been that kind of dog owner. Like I said, I'm, I'm crazy about the one I got now, but I've never been that kind of dog owner to be like, I'm going to eat ramen noodles and here's your filet mignon. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that dude. I'm not saying I wouldn't do that, but if I'm eating that good, you know, if I'm eating filet mignon, yeah, I'll throw my dog a piece. <laughs> That's the difference. You know, I'm not going to put the, the dog on the top of the food chain in my house. Why would you do that? That seems scary. That's a powerful, what's the thing Bill Burr said? It's a, it's a gun you can pet, you know? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, give me one sec. All right, and I'm back. Uh, let's talk about New Year's resolutions, people. It's that time of year, right? It's the, is this the last episode of the year? Wow, it's hard to believe. It's really hard to believe. Um, dude, like I said before, I, one of mine is just to stretch more. Uh, so it sounds kind of silly, but I, I really need to like my old bones aren't, aren't holding up like they used to, or my tendons aren't holding them together <laughs> like they used to. I don't know how it works. I just know I'm supposed to stretch more. Okay. Uh, but it has been helping my lower, lower back dude. Like, Oh God, I had these terrible, like, I don't know. They're like racquetball size knots in my lower back along my spine. And dude, I've just working on my posture with my back brace stretching more. I've already started that. So heading into the new year, uh, I'll be already, uh, going on that. I already started a diet right before the new year. I, I'm doing the plant-based thing again. I uh, just got to exercise a little bit more dude. And, and I've said this in years past, man, I, I have to go to more shows this year. If COVID will let people go to shows, I have to go to more shows. Um, I know that's, uh, sounds irresponsible, but I'll do it responsibly. You know, as responsible as I can. I'll wear a fucking mask. I don't care, man. 
I said that for this year. I said this in December of last year. I was going to go to more shows. And I actually did go to a couple this year, but not nearly as many uh, as I wanted to. One of my favorite things was uh, going to CMXPX with my friend Sydney. Uh, shout out Sid Vicious. Uh, we went and saw MXPX in Dallas, had a blast, and we pretty much just followed them down to Austin and watched them play a show again and ha just had a blast, dude. Like, I want to do that more often. Like, that's kind of the cool thing about me being a musician and also just being a fan of music is, like, I can either go play a show and have that live music experience or you just travel with the band. You know, it's like a, someone would do for the Yankees that's got... You know, they're probably well off, whatever. You just follow the Yankees around all season long. You know, if they're playing in Texas, you're in Texas. Hey, this is part of it. This is just what I do. And, you you know, you're not, like, affiliated with the team. Um, that's always the dream, dude. And, and now that I'm here, I don't even know where uh, the Avalanche play here in Colorado. I doubt it's right across the border. I bet that's probably another eight-hour drive. Is, was it in Denver, I think? Oh, how cool would that have been, dude? If I had a couple of more days, just drive up there, watch an Avs game, dude. I'll buy some Avs gear. I'm not a prude when it comes to, to hockey, man. I, I like almost every team. Uh, <laughs> I've been loving uh, the Canucks lately because of Bruce Boudreaux doing his thing. What are they on a six or seven game winning streak? And they were just having a shit season before he showed up. I, I, I love that guy. I love him. I love him. If if my stars made it all the way and and we lost to Bruce, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad because what a guy. He's just, I don't know, man. It's not even like grandpa vibes. It's just like cool dude vibes, you know, even though he's an older guy. I, I, I love it. I love all the uh, support he's getting on Twitter right now. It's fucking great. Um, but, yeah, I want to start doing that more, you know, making a trip. I, I've said this before, too. It's like bucket list for me. If I could see a Broncos game and a Rockies game and a uh, Avalanche game, uh, who's their basketball team? Colorado, uh, I can't remember. Do they have a basketball? Does Colorado have a basketball team? Denver, Denver, Denver Nuggets, you dummy. Um, dude, how that's, that's the dream right there, man. Travel somewhere, <laughs> see all four sports if you can in one. Uh, not in one, but you know what I mean. Like one's one day, you go to one the next. There's that crucial time of the year. Just that one little pocket of the year where there's football, basketball, hockey, and baseball. One little pocket. And, uh, dude, that's that's a hell of a trip. Think about going to Vegas now, though, man. I'm flying to Vegas, dude. I want to see uh, a Rams, or I'm sorry, a uh, Golden Knights game. Uh is it Vegas, uh, who's Vegas football, who's there, it's not Oakland Raiders, it's the Vegas Raiders, isn't it? Did I call them the Oakland Raiders earlier? I don't know. But dude, that's, that's the dream. New York, dude, you have a million options. Flying up to New York, watch a Islanders, Rangers, Mets, Yankees, dude, they have so many teams up there. You would just never be bored. Um, that's, that's the goal, man. Other than playing shows and, and going on little mini tours with the band, uh, that's the goal is to see all the stadiums. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a Broncos fan, but dude, if, if I got tickets to go see a game, you bet your ass I'd be there. That's a new experience, dude. And, and, um, 
going to Wrigley Field, honestly, a couple of years ago taught me that. I was like, yeah, I don't, you know, whatever. You know, White Sox, Cubs, who cares, whatever. But just being there and then going inside the stadium is like, it kind of gives, it's like putting money on the game almost. You know, it's like, uh, you know, who do you want to win? It's like, oh, I don't really care. Well, you want to make a bet? Who do you think's going to win? Oh, well, that makes it more interesting. Now I'm excited to see who wins. Now I'm rooting harder for my team. You know what I mean? It's like the same concept or whatever. Uh, let's take another drink. How far are we in? Have I rambled for... Okay, 24 minutes, 25 minutes. Right on. Let's take another drink. I don't really have much else for you guys. Um, trying to think about other things that happened. Really, I mean, just Christmas was great, man. I, I love spending time with my family and my nieces, my nephew, my, my kids, obviously. Uh, it's It's good for the cousins to hang out and, you know learn each other as they get older, dude, I just can't believe how big my niece is now, it's, it's crazy, and, uh, it's my favorite part, it was my favorite part of Christmas, walking through the door, I, I finally, you know, had to finish up shopping, I'm running around like crazy, trying to get everything for everyone, and I finally show up to my brother's house, and I knock on the door, and my niece swings it open, Theo, and she just lunges at me and jumps, oh my god, dude, and I told her to, when she was a baby, when she was born, I remember holding her and, and telling her, I was like, we're going to get in a lot of trouble. We're going to get in a lot of trouble just because, she, I, I mean, there's something about our personalities to where we're just goofy together. And we were eating dinner at the table and I I kept getting her in trouble. You know, my my brother's like, hey, stop doing that. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's me. I'm I'm telling her to do it because we're just giggling, you know, like two little kids. I feel like a little kid when I'm around her, it's awesome, but, uh, that's, that's just my favorite part, man, just having, having someone, you know, just be that excited to see you, I'm just like, she's like, I miss you, I miss you, oh, God, it's just so, so fulfilling, you know what I mean, she was my, my baby girl before I actually had a baby girl, so, you know, uh, it's, it's pretty cool, man, I, I'll always beat Theo, <laughs> you know, to her, and my nephew, obviously, too, uh, but anyways, a little personal news for you guys, not to put a damper on the mood or anything, but, uh, you know, me and Connor have decided to split ways, a mutual decision. Uh, we think it's going to be for the best for the future. Um, obviously our daughters are number one priority. Uh, that's what matters the most. Uh, it's, it's bittersweet, but, uh, you know, I, I appreciate she was with me for three years and I'm not difficult to, I mean, I'm not easy to deal with. I'm difficult. You know, I'm hardheaded. I'm, I'm older now. I'm set in my ways. I'm stubborn. Um, so it is a little sad, but I'm, you know, I'm excited for her, for her future. I'm excited for me, for my future. Uh, I'm single and ready to Pringle y'all. So, um, you know, and I am taking it slow. I'm not, I'm not, going out there trying to hardcore date or anything like that. I'm not doing speed dating or anything crazy. I'm just, you know, taking it as it comes and, you know, I'm not, not trying to rush anything. So it's, 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 it's a new chapter. It's interesting, uh, but it's definitely worth exploring. So, uh, let's take another drink. I wish her the best of luck. I, I really do. And everything, everything she does in the future, I, you know, we'll look back and laugh one day. Um, hopefully, uh, with our successes, you know, in the future. So cheers. All right. That's the end of my drink. Um, that's going to do it for me for the night. 
I am a little tired, man, just from all the driving. I didn't have to drive all those hours in one day. I just wanted to uh, pretty much, you know, stop somewhere and then just work my way back home. Uh, so that's what I plan on doing. Angel Fire, New Mexico might be next. Uh, I'm not really sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm just loving the historical things that I'm seeing. So I'm stopping at every one of those on the way back. That sounds uh, interesting to me. So uh, as always, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Be safe out there, everybody. Uh, be safe in the new year. Happy New Year. Be careful. Um, just stay where you're at. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Um, be safe, everybody. I love you. Have a good rest of your year. Bye.